By the way, speaking of the president, the first lady did test positive for COVID-19. And according to the White House, the president continues to test negative and feels good. So that's the latest from Corinne Jean-Pierre, who's hosting the press uh, at the White House currently. Um, in the meantime, the president did weigh in on these these current negotiations between the UAW and the big three and basically said, look, I'm not worried about a strike until it happens, which seems a little short sighted to me, considering the potential economic impact. But nonetheless, he doesn't seem to be worried about it. That was in Philadelphia. The president was attending a Labor Day parade there. Hundreds of miles away, UAW President Sean Fain. I saw Rashida Tlaib, Debbie Dingell, a couple other union folks were out marching in Detroit's Labor Day parade. And afterwards, he was asked about it. And in those conversations, um, he said he must know something we don't know. Maybe the company's plan on walking in and giving us our demands the night before. I don't know. But he's on the inside of something that I don't know about. Kaylee Hall is with the Detroit News uh, and follows these conversations extensively. Kaylee, it's good to have you. What did you, first of all, let, let's start with what the president had to say. Were you surprised that the president was uh, so blasé almost about these contract negotiations, where they stand and, and where they could potentially lead? Yeah, good afternoon, Chris. Um, I think, yes, I think all of us were a little bit surprised. And when my colleague Jordan uh, Grzlowski asked Sean Fain, the new UAW president about it, he also seemed a bit surprised, she said in the moment. Um, yeah, not sure. Every expert and every person we speak to seems to think a strike is very likely at this point. We're nine days out, and um, Sean Fain is still very not happy with with uh, where they're at negotiations. And so he's consistently said that September 14th is a deadline, not a reference point, which means he wants these uh, you know demands that the union has passed on to the companies wrapped up by then and. I'm not sure that we're close to that at this point. Well, what's interesting so far uh, out of all of the kind of abnormalities leading up to these discussions, right? And and Sean Fain's kind of uh, brash approach to these talks, um, it, it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility that you've got members of the White House or that you've got members of the big three in talks just trying to gauge where these conversations are at. I haven't seen that being reported. I don't know if that's the case, but it, it wouldn't be crazy. But the idea that the UAW didn't pick a target company to negotiate and then build off of these contracts as a result of, of that work, the, the fact that he and other union leaders seem to be pretty dead set on meeting a certain mark, meeting a certain expectation uh, in terms of their asks, I, to me, also, a strike seems likely. Do we is there been any indication that these talks have been moving in a positive direction? Because up until what late last week, Sean Fain came out on Facebook and, and basically blasted the big three saying that they weren't even close. Yeah, no, I haven't seen anything that says we're moving in a positive direction at this point. You're right. Last week, uh, President Fain came out and actually said the union filed unfair labor practice charges against GM and Stellantis for not yet providing and economics, uh, you know, basically the proposal for wages and other benefits that we call the economic issues. Um, Ford has, and he also um, expressed a lot of disappointment with that initial offer from Ford. So, 
Yeah, we are, from his point of view, we are moving slowly, but the companies, in fact, uh, General Motors just came out with a new video, um, and it's called Bargaining 101. They're trying to, you know, this is not a normal thing that GM has done in the past, at least not that I've seen. Uh, you know, they're trying to reach out to their members, their, especially their new employees, their new workers, and explain how the process works. And, um, you know, from their perspective, they have received a ton of demands. Uh, Gerald Johnson, the head of their manufacturing, said that they've received nearly a thousand demands, and they are trying to work through those. And typically, uh, you know, they want to work through some of these non-economic issues, they call them before they give like a wage scale mm -hmm. uh, to the union. And that can take time. So especially if there is a lot of them to work through. Um, so I think that both sides feel like they're historically how things have gone. The companies feel like this is just the typical base, it seems to me. And the union uh, disagrees with that. It well, needs to be moving faster. Yeah, I mean, th these... These list of demands that Sean Fain has rolled out rolled out have been pretty aggressive, right? These are these are in some cases, not all, but in some cases, you're talking about a 40 percent pay increase. You're talking about taking a, a day off the work calendar and, and, and all of those things are fine, but they are giant leaps in terms of what the current contracts that were negotiated for sit at. And so it's not a surprise that the companies are pushing back. I don't even think Sean Fain really expects to land all of these numbers as they propose them. But if they are going to meet in the middle somewhere or if the if the if the companies are going to to, uh, you know, uh, give on some of these issues, it's going to it, it's it's going to take a lot of work. And it again, like I you said, it doesn't really feel like we're at that point yet. I talked to Patrick Anderson with the Anderson Economic Group. He did a report and and basically highlighted that a 10-day strike, when you consider all three of these companies, you would be in the billions of dollars, five, six billion dollars of economic impact. And then even more so at home, it will be felt in a much more harsh way. Have you talked to any union members? Where do they stand now on, on their thoughts of a strike? They obviously voted overwhelmingly in favor of it if it came to that. But where are they at and what do they make of, of the the types of negotiations that are ongoing? Yeah, I talked to two auto workers yesterday. Uh, one, Stephanie Riley, she works at GM Splint Assembly Plant. She isn't ready to do this, you know, for the long haul if she has to. She wants to see her biggest concern is the, is the tiers. Uh, there's like a wage tier system inside of the facilities and she wants to see it ended. Basically, like after 90 days, the folks get hired in at top rate. Um, instead of having to wait, you know, six, seven, eight years to get up to the top. Um, and then, you know, I talked to another gentleman, Danny Campbell. He works at Sterling Stamping, which is a Stellantis plant, and he is he is nervous about the economic impact of a strike. I think most workers, you know, nobody, I don't think anyone's going to tell you that they are looking forward to a strike or they want a strike. It's, it's definitely like, a you know, a thing that is the last resort if we have to do it, I think, in their eyes. But I think that they also feel like they might be at that last resort. They they do feel like, you know, the companies have brought in record profits and they want to see, like Sean Fain says, record contracts. That means, you know, higher wage increases. That means return of COLA. That means ending the usage of the tiered system, um, you know, and, and temps, et cetera. So, 
I think, yes, there's probably always going to be nerves about a strike, but at the same time, they are ready for it if they have to do it. Is it a surprise or do you expect maybe at some point Joe Biden to get involved or Gretchen Whitmer to get involved? I mean, there were a number of dignitaries and and elected officials out of the parade yesterday to show support. But in in the sense that this could be really bad uh, for a short, even just a short amount of time, is there has there been any indication from those uh, office holders that that they would get involved in these conversations? The president came out a few weeks ago and said, I want to be very clear about how I feel about this. They need to come together and make a, an agreement. And it's like, well, OK, that's not really that drastic. Of course they do. But but is there been any indication that they're going to try to sway one way or the other here? I mean, I am sure that President Biden is and, you know, his his people were watching this very closely and they are probably concerned about it because we know what is coming next year for Biden, and that is an election. And uh, if there is a strike and that affects the economy, it could affect him. I'm sure that those things are on his mind and on his his uh, team's mind. But um, you know, I don't know at what point that he would come into into the uh, the picture. I think that you know he already kind of has talked about it, right? When he's asked about it. He does talk about it. So. We'll see, you know, what happens. I can't – I've been trying to figure out what what the play is here for a month from the UAW, and I really, I really have no idea. It could be that they strike one company. It could be they strike all three. It could be they don't strike at all. So we just have to be patient here and see what progresses over the next nine days. Um, and then from there, we'll see how the politicians react to that. Kaylee Hall with the Detroit News. Always good to talk with you. Thank you. Appreciate the time. Thank you, Chris. Yeah, we'll talk to you soon. All right, we got to take a break. I'd love to know where you're at on this. We, I know we've got UAW members that listen to this show. It, it's a it's a tough spot, but one that we are nearing an end to with the finish line in sight. More next.